What's good, you crazy Christians out there? Welcome to another episode. It's been a long time since we did one. And uh, actually, this is a repeat of this one because me and Mr. Michael Richard across the table from me actually recorded this about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks to the power of technology, that thing went away, which, yeah. is, which is pretty cool. There so, was some really good content on that one, I feel. It, it was great. I thought we had a good time. We talked about some good junk. Yeah. I don't know, man. But that thing is gone. Oh. That thing is gone. And then... And then uh, yeah, something about my jump drive, but whatever, dude. We digress, so yeah, we're here to try it again. I'm sure it's it won't be good. as good, but but we'll we'll give it another shot. I think it'll be better, my opinion. I okay. don't know, man. Well, we're gonna go. We'll with. see. Maybe that was a practice run. Yeah, that's all it was. Now we knew we had to take notes. <laughs> right. We're not as smart as we thought. That's right. <laughs> Do some research, fellas. Hey, look it up. <laughs> So uh, anyway, Mike, tell the people about yourself a little bit, man. I yeah. appreciate you. I, pre- I really do appreciate your time in doing this. Um, just kind of getting the word out about the Lord, and uh, and we're gonna do a little a little different thing today, where we just um, I don't I don't want to call it Catholic versus Protestant, but um, you know just kind of talk about the difference between the Catholic faith right. and yep. the, and the, uh, the Protestant faith and um, or different view of Christianity so so that's what we're going to delve into so Mike tell the people a little bit about yourself yeah man I'm happy to well first thanks for having me um, again for the second time uh, this time when people actually will hear it so if you could not mess up uh, the recordings that would be great I appreciate that. <laughs> dude, dude, he almost spit coffee all over his computer um, no yeah so I'm married I've been married to Megan for uh, 10 years this year uh, we have five wonderful children um, they range in ages from 10 being the oldest and one being the youngest. Uh, four boys and finally had a girl. Um, a little bit about my faith journey. Obviously, like anyone in South Louisiana, I was uh, born and raised Catholic. We say that a lot, right? Like you were born and raised Catholic. Um, so um, kind of made all my sacraments, went through the, uh, the teachings of the church at a young age, kind of moved away from that, experienced some um, non-denominational churches, some of the, uh, like the Protestant movement, Uh, did that for a few years, got involved in some ministry, really fell in love with scripture, and then really felt God calling us back to the Catholic church. Um, Didn't know why, it seemed actually counterproductive, but uh, now that I'm back in the Catholic church, fully practicing, um, I'm really seeing the beauty of the Catholic liturgy um, and all that God did my time that out that we were away uh, so it's really been a, a beautiful journey um and I'm, I'm just enjoying everything that god's doing in our life right now we're getting involved in ministry again and um you know it's just great man really really enjoying it that's good that's good and if, if that's where you feel like you're being fed you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah dude being fed absolutely um there's a lot there and i'm sure we'll get into a lot of stuff right. uh, in the podcast too but uh yeah, man. For me, it's the historical value uh, that's there. You know, it's it's traced back. It's been kind of we've kind of been doing things a certain way for a long time. Right. Um, obviously, as Catholics, we place a high emphasis on tradition um, on a lot of things. So, uh, so yeah, dude, it's just really cool to see that when you start digging into the history of it, to see that the beauty of the Catholic liturgy for what it is and how based in Scripture that it actually is. For years, I never knew that. You know, there was things in the Catholic liturgy um, that are so based in Scripture, you just you lose sight of it because you're just so used to seeing it every you Sunday. You the emotions of it. Right. right. And then once you really start, and that's something that I really gleaned off of the Protestant side uh, of, of my faith journey is their love of Scripture. Everything is Scripture. It has to be Scripture. And, uh, and so being so immersed in Scripture for years, 
when I got back into the Catholic faith, it opened my eyes and I was like, whoa, hey, I remember reading about this. Now I'm seeing this. And so it kind of, I was able to draw those parallels. Right. So uh, it's no secret. Catholics are not, uh, our strong suit is not Bible studies. <laughs> you know, I think everybody kind of knows that, you know, we, we just kind of go through the motion sometimes, but there's actually a lot of really good um, Catholic biblical scholars that are, that are pushing for that. Hey, we need to, we need to immerse ourselves in scripture. Right. You know, so it's really the answer. It really is for a lot of things, man. Absolutely. So anyway, that's a, a whole big roundabout right. about me. <laughs> yeah, I think you summed it up faster than last time too. Yeah. Last time I think I went on for 20 minutes. But that was good, man. It was good talk. I appreciate so it. So what the biggest thing that, you know, when I think about different religions across the world is, is how the, the measuring stick for me is how you see Jesus. Yeah. The rest of it is, you know, it's hoopla, it's tradition, it's, it's all this other stuff. Some stuff is, is, is man at it, mm-hmm. um, if we're being honest. And some stuff, you know, is scripturally based. Sure. Um, but really the measuring stick is how you see Jesus. Because to me, and maybe I'm wrong, let's, let's preface this, we're not Bible scholars. Oh, yes, please. But I'm not by <laughs> 100%. I have zero, <laughs> I have zero training on this. There's right. no doctrines in the background? No, There's nothing, no. not at all. What this is is my own personal experience, my own personal research. And if I am... If I say anything heretical, it's not my intention. Right. I'm not. I'm not. A, I, I think we both agree that Correct. we're we're not trying to be heretics. Um, I 100% pledge my devotion to the magisterium, to the mm-hmm. church, to the pope. I, I love the church. I love Jesus Christ. I'm, that's what I'm here for. You know. Uh, so I'm not trying to come off as a heretic or a schismatic. <laughs> that's not. Uh, that's not why I'm here. And I think we're we're, we're both kind of in line with that. We just. We want to see Christian unity. Right. I think we all want that. And that's just kind of what we're doing. How do you see Jesus? And that's what we're... That's got to be the measuring stick. Yeah. Because I think if you... With that as your measuring stick, that... I really think you're going to see people that you didn't know were going to heaven. Mm -hmm. You're going to see them in heaven. Sure. And Billy Graham got some garbage for that Mm -hmm. because he said, you know, he made a big... It was one of his big sermons was you're going to... People that you don't think are going... You're going to be really surprised when you see him. That's true. And I think that's more of a, um, what's the word? Like something bad about yourself. That's that's more of a you problem for not judging yeah. judging poorly instead of erring on the side of, of faith and, true. and grace. Um, well, you, so, you take out, you take God out of the equation. Correct. When you start doing that. And God's supernatural grace in those moments where, you know, we may, we may pledge our allegiances differently or we may view things differently from two different lenses and we might you may look at a catholic liturgy and say okay yeah there's a lot of man-made stuff there and i may look at a protestant liturgy and say okay well there's a lot of man-made stuff there right but at the end of the day what our hearts on fire mm-hmm. our hearts being converted our people are we preaching the gospel you right. know that's i think that's a, a really important thing and there's a lot of stuff on the catholic side of it that i would say you would okay well these things kind of need to be checked off too just mm-hmm. to kind of so we're all in the same place but I think uh, looking at it at, at, in the simplest form, correct. How do you see Jesus? What right. is Jesus to you in whatever form of Christianity you adhere to? And I think that's the question we're moving right. into right now. Right. So for us, for for Catholics, simply, it's the Savior of the world. He is the Son of God. He is the perfect, spotless victim. His death and resurrection reconciled, reconciled us humans, sinful humans, to God. Correct. Right. So he he tore the veil. He is the Lamb. That's it. He's the, he is the, simply, he is the capital Savior. Capital T-H-E. Right. That's right. <laughs> is that red letter or? Do you, you? I mean, if you want the red letter. I mean, if you want it. <laughs> yeah. I can, well, hold on. Let me change my font right Yeah, quick, hold on. Change, yeah, make that big and red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so sometimes you'll hear to him uh, in, in the Catholic Church referred to as the new Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, and, in, and there's even some, uh, some New Testament scriptural references there. Um, even in 1 Corinthians, uh, Paul compares Jesus to Adam. Uh, this is 1 Corinthians 15, 45. Thus it is written, the first Adam became a living being. The last Adam became a living spirit. So that's where he's kind of talking about who Jesus is. Fully God, right. but also fully man. We believe he has two natures. He mm-hmm. is fully God in the sense that he is the son of God. He is God. Um, and But he is also fully man. He has a soul. He has actual human flesh. He has DNA. If you want to get down to the scientific level of it, he is a true living person who died and was resurrected. Correct. Um, so that's just kind of the Catholic... The, as simple as I can make it, the Catholic view on who Jesus is. Right. And on the Protestant side, that is exactly it. Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. God loves you. Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Holy Spirit is your helper. Yeah. That's the, that's the Trinity yeah. for the, you know. The Trinity. The, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, and I think that, that is a, that is a big sticking point. And I think any Christian, most I'll say Christian denominations will agree that there is a Trinitarian God, one right. God divine in three persons of God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit, Correct. all one, but with three different right. natures. And I think if you, <clears throat> and that's where we're, that's where we're going to leave this off is just, if you don't see Jesus as Lord, mm-hmm. then I don't believe that you can say that you're saved. Right. I agree Without with that. that step, absolutely you've missed the mark. I agree with that. So one of the things that I like to do is to, to take the apostles creed. Um, obviously that's a, it's a traditional, prayer within the Catholic Church, but the Apostles' Creed was was accepted at the Council of Nicaea in the year 325. And I think something that would be fun for us to do is just take it line by line and say, Catholic side, obviously we agree, mm-hmm. and we say it every Sunday. And the Protestant side, yeah, yeah, we agree with that too. I mean, what do you think? Go for it. All right. So the first line of it, I believe in God, the Father, Almighty Creator of heaven and earth. Agree? Mm-hmm. I think we agree on that. Yep. And in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. Yep. Yep. Pretty much agree with that. <laughs> um. Uh, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate. Yep. Agree? Yeah. Well, that is biblically correct, yeah. Yeah. He was crucified, died, and was buried. That happened. That we happened. know historically that happened. <clears throat> and I think this is going to be the sticking point for you, though. Let's see. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. Ooh. See the hell part, right? Ah. <clears throat> I see the wheels turning. So that's what you always hear, right? Mm-hmm. That he went and took the keys from, from Satan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. But is that in Scripture? It is. Where? In Ephesians. Okay. It took me a little while to find this. I had to dig around. Ephesians 4, 9, 10. Now, this is just a little bit of it. Um, it's kind of just one of those verses that, ah, okay. All right, so Ephesians 4, 9, 10. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended into the lower regions of the gotcha. earth? The one who who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might find might fill all things, end quote. Um, so I think what that part is, there's some Old Testament stuff that's tied into that, to right. the new covenant where he goes down and he frees all the captives. Everyone mm-hmm. that had been dead, asleep, waiting for the Messiah is now, hey, let's go. It's time. I'm here. Right. Um, so that's kind of where that comes from. Because, man, for a while, I'm like, he descended to hell. What are you talking? You know, like, what does that even mean? Uh, so anyway, okay, the next line. He ascended into heaven and Word. sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. Word. We agree. All right, from there he shall come to judge living and the dead, the Word. final judgment. That's going to happen. Now, this may be another sticking point okay. for you. <laughs> I believe in the Holy Spirit, Yep. the Holy Catholic Church, Okay. the communion of saints, Okay. the forgiveness of sins. That's good. 
the resurrection of the body, yeah, and life everlasting. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So now right there, the Holy Catholic Church, Catholic meaning universal. Okay. But when it's used in the way of meaning a universal church, mm-hmm. it's lowercase, lowercase Catholic. Right here, it's uppercase Catholic. So We're it's talking about the Catholic Roman church. Catholic Church right. proper. Correct. Uh, so that's what that line is saying, the communion of saints. Now, we obviously, and this may be another episode, saints. Yeah, we'll, we'll we may have two different, two different uh, understandings of saints. But anyway, this goes back to the year 325 when the Apostles' Creed was written at the Council of Nicaea. And up until that point, there was no this church, that church, this denomination, that and it was just one church at that mm-hmm. time. And everybody kind of said, yeah, no, this is, this is good. This, this, we agree. This is what makes you a believer. Um, and back then it what well, maybe at that point they might've been called Christians, but for a while, Christianity was known as just simply the way that's right. what it was. It was just the way. Uh, so if you follow the way, well, these are the tenets you have to, you have to check all these off to say, okay, yeah, this is, this is true. This is who we are. So that's kind of how we, from, a 30,000 feet, I guess, if you want to look down, how how do you see Jesus? Mm-hmm. Well, he kind of all encompasses this thing in the Apostles' Creed. The, you know, that's kind of who we are. That, this is our creed. Right. This is who we are. So, anyway, that actually went a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, no, there's not a whole lot there that's wrong that I would say that's that I would disagree with. Um, obviously, the saints, and we'll dig into that one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, one day we'll um, get into that. And then um, the Catholic Church, obviously, that's... It just, it's, it's so... And, and we're going to, as we delve through this, mm-hmm. we'll get into some of the things that we disagree with that, um, that, you know, why you believe what you believe with that. And sure. I, well, I believe what I believe with this. Sure. Um, so that's going to be fun. But I thought we needed to start off from a, a starting point of where we see Jesus. Yeah. Because, I totally agree. Because I believe you're saved. I believe I'm going to see you in heaven one day. We'll be looking at Jesus, just crying at each other. Thinking yeah. about how great it is. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully drinking some good coffee hopefully, with JC. Maybe. Because I do be liking some coffee. Maybe a little French vanilla, a little French vanilla cream. I still can't believe you put that cream in the coffee that I brought. But that's okay. I mean, it is a French press coffee, so I guess you could put French cream. It is French vanilla. French vanilla. All right. I know I'm not supposed to judge, but, you know. I feel judged. If you could see see this man's eyes right now. I'm going to have to go to confession. Another Catholic thing that we might have to get into. Do you want to dig into that right now? We can. Did you actually? Wanna... I kind of, I kind of hit. Whenever I was looking, I did um, communion. Is what I did my little research on. You want to do communion? If you want to, I can. I can table if confession. The, if you want to hit the Eucharist, we could do that. Confession. Okay. Yeah, we can hit. I like how you did that. That's a Catholic thing. The Eucharist. Well, the Eucharist. Thing. I like that I, Eucharist. I, I, I threw know? that out there for you, man, my friend. I appreciate that, man. As an olive branch to the to the Catholics, <laughs> here you go. I like it. All right, well, confession, you have to have confession before you can go to communion, right. but we can tell, let's, let's do communion. Yeah. If you got notes on communion, I'm ready. Go for it. Okay, well, let me let me slide down here on my scroll little, a little bit. Scroll my little, little papier bit. right here, all you people from not not South Louisiana, that's paper. Papier. That's a little French. A little en français avec Mike Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when it was en français avec Bob Moore on KLFY? Or whatever it was. That was a show on like LPB or something too. No, I don't know. Was man. that the dude that the Cajun chef dude that cooked? Oh, that's a Did John he do Foles. That? Yeah, no, he... not him. Not no. him. Justin Wilson. Oh yeah. I think he would speak Cajun French he would. while he was cooking. Yeah. Man, I don't know, dude. All those days are gone around here. It's just a good time, I know, bro. Man. 
back in my day. But don't you sound old every time? Every time I look around and make a comment, I'm like, God, I'm my grandfather. <laughs> oh man! All right, so communion, communion, yes, man, communion. communion. Um, so, what is communion for Catholics? It is, and again, I know this for some people is going to sound, who man, but for us, this is just this is the Catholic teaching. It's the source and summit of our faith. But to understand what that means, you have to understand what 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 communion means to us. All right, so. What communion is to us is it actually becomes the real presence of Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the bread is changed from just bread to the actual body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. Same thing with the wine. It becomes the actual body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. So... You can safely say that the Catholic Church offered a gluten-free option long before it was even a thing. Right. Because if you can't partake of the bread because you have a gluten sensitivity, we can just drink the wine and right. you still get the same thing, you know? So, I mean, look at us, you know, establishing right. always, trends. Always, always uh, at the forefront. Always the trendsetters the Catholic Church is. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> uh, but no, so so we believe, obviously, we believe in a, in a ministerial priesthood. We all know that there's a royal priesthood, which mm -hmm. is what we're all a part of. Um, but the ministerial priesthood, we have priests um, who are consecrated um, in the Latin rite, which is what everyone is in, for the most part, the Western world. Now, there are other rites of, within the Catholic Church, and we can maybe get into that later. But from what everyone is familiar with, the Latin rite, um, priests are celibate. They never marry. Um, deacons is a little bit different. Um, but Priests are consecrated for service to the church. They offer sacrifice just like they did in the Old Testament, except in the New Testament now, it's bloodless. There's no right. there's no more blood involved. Thank God, because right. that would be, be a lot gruesome. of missing cats. Pretty gruesome. <laughs> a lot of missing, <laughs> missing cats. A lot of doves going missing. I don't know what happened. Uh, but anyway, so the priests, um, at a certain point um, in the Catholic liturgy, so we have at the beginning, kind of just to kind of dive into what the uh, Sunday service is, you have the liturgy of the Word and the liturgy of the Eucharist. Liturgy of the Word at the beginning, we usually have like we we'll have an Old Testament reading, a Psalm, a New Testament, some hymns, a response. All, there's a lot of stuff in there that's scriptural based at the beginning. And at the end of it, it concludes with the liturgy of the Eucharist. So that's where we get the communion. We do the, We do it every single Sunday. Every time you go to Mass, any Mass, we have Mass seven days a week. You can go every single day, and it'll be, there's readings, and it's the same thing every time. Um, every time you go to Mass, there will always be communion. And so what happens is the priest will pray over the, the gifts, uh, what we call the gifts, the bread and the wine. And it becomes, at the point that he raises it up, it becomes the body and blood. It's called the elevation. When he raises it up, it becomes Jesus, Okay in the bread now it doesn't change in what it actually is it is still bread right uh, obviously that would that would taste or feel kind of weird although there is some okay i won't get into yeah. that anyway it's still bread it's uh, still appears to be bread <clears throat> the accidents of what it is does not change you can look at it under a microscope it's still going to look like bread but because it has been consecrated and raised up and elevated it is now jesus mm -hmm. And so we revere it as such. Um, and what it is, it's just a, not necessarily a continuation of the sacrifice on Calvary, but because God operates outside of space, time, and matter, it is still the sacrifice on Calvary. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I know that's a lot. I, I mean, I can see, I can see the, the thought process behind it, the process by right. which you get Right, because some, some Protestants say, well, okay, well, if that's what you believe, then 
well then you you're sacrificing him on the altar again and again and again and again and again every time and there's only one sacrifice no that we're not saying that it's not multiple sacrifices over and over and over it's one true sacrifice that he already did it's just in communion with that it's kind of it's hard to when you think linear right yeah it doesn't make sense but when you think god outside of space and time then yeah it, it, it can work that way it's right. still a sacrifice on like the I, I can see the process by which you get there yeah i wouldn't say that i agree with it but i can see how you could connect those dots to get there because right. god is the, the analogy I like is to always draw a line on a piece of paper. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is your life, mm-hmm. and this is what you see. Mm-hmm. Well, God is the piece of paper. Yeah. You, can, you don't know what's coming up next, but right. God sees all around. So right. exactly. he's before the paper, behind the paper, on the other side of the paper. Right. So I can see how you get there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, we're, we're but a, a, a glimpse, a blip. Where right. I mean, it's on the, the grand scheme of things. Right. So, uh, so yeah, communion, it's, it's uh, we're receiving Jesus into our bodies, physically into our bodies. Um, to receive communion, you have to be in a state of grace, uh, which means you have to be. Uh, and there's even some scriptural references for that stuff. But uh, it's it's communion for us is not symbolic. Okay, I'll just say it's not symbolic. What it is is uh, it's partaking of the Last Supper in the upper room when Jesus was with his disciples before he was given up. Um, to the Romans or to Pontius Pilate and all those guys or whoever it was that came and tracked them down. Um, it was the Passover meal. They were having Passover. Um, and so that's just an Old Testament continuation into the New Testament of what communion is for us now. We're just continuing that Passover meal. So that's essentially what they were right. doing then too, you know. So, and because, I mean, there's... There are some denominations, especially like the Lutherans and stuff, where they say, yeah, it's it's symbolic, but in a way that Jesus is present, but on, around, through, and in, but it's not him. It's not Jesus in the bread. For us, it is. Right. I think I harped on that enough to, for everybody understands that this is truly Christ for This is truly Jesus in the form of a piece of bread for us, um, which is very important. Um, and we can get into some other things with that, but... So want to make sure that everybody understands that for Catholics, communion is not symbolic. It is actual. It's the mm-hmm. real, the real presence of Christ. And I think I've, I mean, and you've been through the Protestant stuff. So, you know, we do it. We do um, communion maybe once a month. Right. It's the first Sunday of the month. <clears throat> and it, and to me, it is important to do mm-hmm. because it is for us. It's more of a remembrance. It's a symbolic thing to say. Look, this is the Savior of the world died on the cross for you right this represents his blood and his flesh that you're now going to partake of Mm -hmm. as a remembrance for what he did for you Mm -hmm. and yes you you know you always have to pray for forgiveness before you get it because that that is scriptural yeah um so normally there's a prayer before you partake of the bread another prayer you partake of the wine or the juice or whatever you have Mm -hmm. i called it a snack pack the other day i said (laughs) give me that lunchable bro Oh, yeah, because it's the ones with the little wafer and yeah. then you peel the foil. The wafer and the, the juice in yeah, the same yeah, yeah, pack. Yeah, yeah. I said, give me that Lunchable, bro. <laughs> Let me get that. <laughs> Put that in my little lunch bag. I don't know if that's uh, heretic or not. Maybe sacrilege a little sacrilegious bit. But, you know, bit, it's not. It's just funny. The intention you know? is not it's, to be sacrilegious. I, I, you know? I partook. And, um, <laughs> you know, you got to have fun with it. So, yeah. um, but that's that's the bulk of what ours is. is mm-hmm. It's symbolic of just what he did on the cross for us and that you don't forget that yeah um and so not saying not saying that okay let me ask you this part of my um whenever i was reading part of what i saw was you have to have communion to be saved 
that was one of the articles I read. I didn't didn't see it in another one, but that was definitely in one of the articles that I read. Hmm. So I wanted to to throw that at you. You know, to to just come out and say is that one of the the, pre, t- not, the tenants or the tenants or the I thought it started with a P, but I could have made that up too. Um, maybe tenants. Yes, to have to have it to be saved. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna honestly I'm gonna just take a step back from that and say. I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I don't know enough right. about it in that sense to say yes. Mm-hmm. I will say one of the Catholic teachings on that is that it, God God saves. It's through Jesus Christ. Right. All right. So we, in that moment, we don't know what supernatural graces are there for, for at the moment of death. If you confess with your mouth at that point that Jesus is your Lord, then yeah, you'll be saved. Right. I would say that God's merciful. He's not just going to say, ah, you know, got you on a technicality there, right. friend. You're going to hell. Right. You know, I, it's hard for me to say that without digging further into it and gotcha. say, okay, yeah, this is the Catholic teaching. Now, if I can look into it and say, yeah, okay, this is the Catholic teaching on it and this is why, um, then I, I feel like I could give you a better answer. Right. But at this point, I'm going to I'm gonna table that one. Yeah. And no, come absolutely. Back to that cause yeah. I, I do want to, actually, I'm going to make a note of it because I do want to follow up on yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't want to put you on the spot, but it was something that no, I No, no, no. It's all was, good. It's I all was good. really curious about that. I was like, well, and, and it did say that you don't have to do all of, it said something weird, like some people don't have to do all of the tenants and some people do have to do all the tenants. It was kind of weird how, hmm. how that, how it marched it through. I think it was, I think the website was classroom. That's what I remember seeing at the top. And I just remember reading that and I was like, well, that's different that you would have to partake in that to be able to, um, to be saved. So I said, let me, I'm going to throw that at my boy, Mike, and see what's yeah, up. Yeah, I want to look into that because I'm, I'm interested in the context of what they were talking about right. and what all that is. Um, that's, that's interesting. So I will definitely, I made a note right here for you. Now, as Catholics, we don't deny that there is some symbolic value there. Mm-hmm. I think we agree with you there that there is some symbolic value. Um, but, you know, it's the, the visible signs um, of bread and wine. I don't know, man. It's so hard to... What was Jesus saying? What in that... Let me just read that scripture. Yeah, go let, me, let me go to yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, um, so, if all else fails, go to the book. You know? Yeah, yeah. So John 6, 54 through 57. John chapter 6. Um, so whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. Um, and that's in John. Uh, so, and then there's another one in First Corinthians. This is obviously um, St. Paul writing to the church in Corinth. Uh, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. Um, another one in the Acts of the Apostles in chapter 2, uh, 42 to 43. Uh, they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles and to the communal life, to the breaking of the bread and to the prayers. All came upon everyone. Many wonders or signs were done through the apostles. Let's see. Um, yeah, this, okay, this is the one I really wanted to point out. John 6, 48 through 50. So everything in Catholicism, there's an Old Testament link. There's a New Testament link to the, what the Old Testament taught mm-hmm. and the continuation of that in the New Covenant. Um, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat it and not die. And Jesus is talking about himself in that right. moment. Um, we're talking about eternal life. Talking about eternal life, yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm, uh... I'm definitely going to follow up on that question and get you some info. Maybe we can email it out to all of your subscribers. 
<laughs> all seven? All seven is great. Hey, did you say you had oh, a sponsor? I wanted to I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you um we got our first sponsor for the show. What? Um, we've Good been for you, we've man. been we've been reaching out and finally got somebody to hook um, you know, to our six listeners. They're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we could probably use six people. Um <laughs> it's actually a pretty cool app, man. It's an app for your phone. Y'all got an app sponsor? Yeah, dude. Dang, man. New, All right. Uh new new tech, bro. New, new tech. New tech. That's where the money's at. So yeah. <clears throat> penny stocks. So basically what it is, and if one day if somebody could explain Bitcoin to me in a way in a way that I understand it, yeah, I'd appreciate it. I'm sorry, man, I'm not your guy. And what is NFTs? One day we'll dig into that. <laughs> Maybe if you can find somebody, yeah. point me that way. Yeah. But anyway, this new uh this new um advertiser, man, is really cool. I appreciate them reaching out. It's actually called the Bible app. Um now you may have heard you may have heard that there's others out there. Okay. <clears throat> and um, like so Life this church. is not this. Okay, I'm this sorry. is not Life Church. Okay, is, okay, I don't want to put that out there. This right, is right, definitely right. not Life Church. Yeah, not yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, and there's some other ones out there, but it's it's called the Bible app. Mm-hmm. In parentheses, not parentheses, but yeah, the parentheses. Little, the little curves, the little shawls. Yeah. yeah, the little shawls. Uh, it's it's counter. So Bible app counter counter yes what is that so what's really cool about this is you know life gets in the way sometimes sure yeah you know course. you you kind of going through motions you at the work you yeah, at the yeah. store you you drive and you think man i really need to read the bible i really would like to get in the word especially while i'm driving especially while i'm driving You're right and then you pick up your phone mm-hmm. and you see the bible app mm-hmm. and then you also see youtube facebook the games sure. instagram snapchat right all of <clears> it the twits and then you say you know what i do want to read the bible but I'm going to go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you miss it. So Okay. Yeah. So actually what this thing does is you actually, when you click the Bible app, it starts mm-hmm. counting mm-hmm. the amount of times that you wanted to read the Bible. Oh, so, so it's, it, it's marking intent. Intent. It counts ah. your intent. This is correct. So <laughs> does it actually um, have the, the Bible... On the no, app? it doesn't. It's just a, it's just oh, a, so it's just a counter is what it is. Okay. It's a great app though. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right, right. Well, I mean they're sponsoring the show. They're sponsoring I mean, the show. I appreciate all the help that they've given us. Wow. Um, but yeah, what, let's say you open up your phone. You say, "Man, I like to get in the word," and you touch on it, and then you can then you can go right to YouTube. Yeah. So you, can or, get the, you if you're distracted, yes, you know, it's kind of like when you're in the store. Yes. And somebody says, "Hey, man, Mama's sick. If you could just pray for her, I will do that. Uh, I'll, I'll catch I'll, her for I'll, you. I'll, yes. I got one. I got you. And you just kind of never do. You kind of forget. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those. But this is actually marking your intent right so this is correct right okay all right so it keeps track of how many times you wanted to this read is, scripture that's right because that's i mean that's what we and so that way when you get to the pearly gates yeah, you can yeah pull yeah. your phone out right right and say but but peter bro check it out yeah come on look how many times i wanted to i wanted to i was i was I really thought busy. about it works busy <laughs> and you just show him that app and then the number's like three thousand, and he's like yeah you're right you're oh, right man. you did want to a lot well, hey, brother, thanks to the Bible app counter. Correct. Um, we have good coffee on the show. Yeah, appreciate and that's, that. And one day maybe we can get Rev or, or uh, somebody. Maybe, dude. Hey, we'll email it to their, yeah, uh, their to PR, their people. PR we'll people. We'll email the podcast and say, hey, look, we think you guys need to get on board. We need a Crazy Christian's blend of Rev coffee. That'd be pretty great. Donation, of course. Donate. Yeah, we yeah, can't. I mean, we broke. It. Yeah, it's it's not. I got good. kids. You got kids. I, and my kids are grown, so they're more expensive. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we just really appreciate the Bible Counter app, and I'm working on another uh, another another advertiser for the show. So we'll see if that comes through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, if somebody doesn't really make that app, I'm gonna be very dude, upset. I really kind of want to now. <laughs> like, how do you develop an app? I don't know how to develop apps, but I'm uh, I'm looking into but it. That's great, man. That's just too Uh-oh. silly. The choo-choo's coming What is through. that? 
Oh, that was the uh, that was the sacrilege. That's the sacrilege counter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what happens when you uh, try to record a podcast right next to uh, the I'm rice capital of the world. The choo-choo train is right outside the door, literally. Yeah, like you could you could grab onto the rail. Don't go riding on that long black train. That's what, <clears> the, that's country, what they say. the country singer dude said. Well, Mike, I think we hit two good topics. Yeah, man. How we are alike, and then some ways that we're different. Yeah. And um, we're going to pray to the good Lord that this thing saves yeah. this time, which the test one saves. So I think we're I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, why, in fact, you know what? Why don't we close in a little prayer? Go for it, bro. For us and our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Lord God, thank you so much for this time to gather together uh, to talk about you. And at the end of it, through it all, Lord, we just pray for Christian unity, that uh, all denominations, whoever they are, we would set aside what makes us different and that we would draw together what makes us more alike uh, so we can all keep our eyes fixed on you and the eternal heaven. Lord, we just pray for all the broken sinners, those that have not yet heard the gospel, uh, that they would come to know you and be in a relationship with you, Lord. We ask these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen strong bro appreciate your time again sir thanks for having me we'll schedule another one and we'll do it again looking forward to it all right bro